millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The LCS strike is officially on, but why should Riot care? For June 1st, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey there, happy Pride Month. My name is Callie Scales. Nate Bender's off today, so I'll be taking care of you. Welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down all that you need to know about the world of gaming in just about five minutes. Coming up, the League of Legends LCS and the LCS Players Association are in a showdown over the future of the North American Challengers League. Could it have been avoided? Probably. Will it resolve in a way that makes anyone happy? Probably not. Also, Overwatch has finally caught up with the times and is having a Pride event this year, but it's Blizzard, so you know there's a catch. On Sunday, the League of Legends Championship Series teams overwhelmingly voted to strike out. This is entirely due to what we covered on the show last week, where the LCS team owners unanimously voted to make participation in the North American Challenger League optional. The NACL is a feeder league that teams were required to field players from. Following this abrupt rule change, the LCS Players Association issued a statement warning of the ramifications. Just a few days later, seven of the ten LCS teams dropped their NACL rosters exactly like the LCSPA predicted. Following these dropped rosters, the LCSPA outlined five demands for Riot to prevent the strike, which include, one, instituting a Valorant-style promotion and relegation system between the LCS and the NACL, two, that Riot commits to a revenue pool for player salaries of $300,000 per NACL team per year, three, allow LCS orgs to partner with affiliates for cost-sharing, Four, that Riot guarantees LCS minimum contracts for the following year for the five players who win the LCS Summer Finals each year. And five, that Riot institutes a majority roster continuity rule to provide players on released NACL rosters first priority in maintaining their slots in the upcoming NACL season if a majority continue to compete together. Continuing on to Monday this week, Riot followed up the vote to strike out with potential illegal activity, telling LCS team owners that they are still obligated to field rosters regardless of the strike. Riot also temporarily changed LCS rules to allow for teams to hire scab talent, with Riot asking team owners to pay scabs $2,000 a game as incentive to field a team before the summer split kicks off today. The LCSPA issued a statement regarding scab talent stating that they will offer help to those who are unaware of the situation, and further expounds on the importance of all League of Legends players not crossing the picket line. 
here's the reality of the situation. The LCSPA, by its very definition, is a joke. They are an organization funded by the LCS itself who specifically voted not to unionize. For those who don't know, a player's association is typically self-sustaining, operating on dues paid by their unionized members. This allows them to operate independently of the league itself, but here no such independence is available. And it comes back to the simple reality that the LCS is not profitable. It never has been. Since its inception, Competitive League of Legends has been a marketing tool for Riot to bolster interest in its game. They've been fine to operate in the red because the value they actually get is by increasing interest in the game and selling more skins. Their goal each year is for the LCS to operate as close to break-even as possible. In 2021, the NFL had profits of $17.1 billion with a B dollars. When the NFLPA institutes a lockout and a strike, that's billions of dollars being lost. The league is forced to come to the bargaining table and ultimately give up some concessions to the players to avoid losing billions of dollars a year during the strike. That leverage just doesn't exist in League of Legends. Riot owns League of Legends, and until they have something to lose out on by not playing, they have no impetus to go to the bargaining table, much less against an organization that they pay for. And ultimately, that comes back to us, the fans. Esports is not profitable, and we're the reason for it. The established expectation is that events are free to watch, in-person events are only held a few times a year, and the games are typically free to play or cheap. So with no revenue coming in from viewership, ticket sales, or measurable game sales, because how would they determine whether a skin was bought because of an esports event or not, and no real impetus for an exclusivity contract to carry esports on the part of Twitch or YouTube, remember how that went for the OWL? Where is the money coming from? Sponsorship and venture capitalists is the answer. And here's the result. Times get tough, funding dries up, and anything that isn't critical to survive faces the axe. To be absolutely clear, Riot and the LCS are not innocent in this. Not even in the slightest, and I'm certainly not here to be a mouthpiece for them. They have been perfectly happy to create and foster this scenario, rake in their money on skin sales, and pretend that all they do is for the good of the game. They were perfectly happy to sell slots in the LCS for millions of dollars and proclaim that they would be profitable investments. The NFL, by the way, will face a similar reckoning one day as more and more young fans cut cable and those contracts become less lucrative. Hopefully, they'll have a better answer than we've seen so far. But the LCSPA is toothless, a whimpering dog chained to the wall by their very founding and lack of unionization, lashing out impotently. They'd be better off organizing a boycott of League and playing to the sympathies of the fans, but that would require us to take a stand in their defense and say no to Riot's products until this goes the way we want. What say you, esports fans? Are you up for it? In other news, today marks the first day of Pride, and for the first time in Overwatch's seven-year history, they're actually celebrating it. So starting Thursday, Overwatch players can opt into cosmetics based on Pride flags representing lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, agender, aromantic, asexual, gender fluid, intersex, non-binary, and pansexual identities. Along with the cosmetics, Overwatch devs are introducing a makeover to the Midtown map, decorating the New York City map with Pride flags and rainbow-hued crosswalks. Blizzard took this opportunity to also flush out existing characters' backgrounds, revealing that Baptiste is bisexual and Farah is a lesbian. 
adding to a very gay and inclusive roster that includes Tracer, Soldier 76, and the newest character, Lifeweaver. There's also been rumors that they're exploring having their first transgender character, which is very exciting for me. While this is a celebration of the LGBTQIA community as a whole, not everyone will be able to participate in it. Unfortunately, the Overwatch developers, in a bid to protect players, have opted to censor the event in certain countries, countries who have been openly hostile to the LGBTQIA community. It's a narrative that's all too familiar in the esports world. South Korea and China represent the most elite levels of competition and draw in massive audiences, but those countries are far less progressive in LGBTQIA rights than others. So, as is often the case, queer representation is censored in those regions. Is it right? No. Would I love for a developer to take a stand and say, we believe in this, so deal with it? Absolutely. But it's not going to happen. It's just not. No major developer is going to risk their relationship with an entire country to put a queer character or event in their game, especially when South Korea is basically all that's keeping the OWL alive at this point. I have spent no shortage of energy raking Blizzard over the coals over the last few years, and rightfully so. Few game devs have been more deserving of it, but good on them to finally put a Pride event in their game, even if it's definitely a few years late and region locked. Progress is never as fast as we want it to be. We're living that reality right now in the United States. Many trans people are waking up to a world that looks like it's suddenly gone back in time 40 years. But look around. Japan's Supreme Court just ruled that banning LGBTQIA marriage is unconstitutional. And here at home, while the attacks on the trans community are barbaric and cruel, they are also immensely unpopular. They're beginning to be shot down in the courts, and the reality is plain. Progress cannot be stopped. It certainly isn't as fast as we want it to be, but as the generation before us made famous, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. Happy Pride Month, everyone. And of course, we can't mention Blizzard without addressing the story from yesterday. Variety ran a fluff piece for Activision Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick, trying to humanize him and downplay the severity of the abuses committed under his watch. That this piece was written and then presumably run by both an editor and an editor-in-chief who then chose to run with the story is an atrocity against journalism. Bobby Kotick oversaw Activision Blizzard during a period of time that saw abuses against women in the workplace fester and grow. That he still remains the CEO of the company is inexcusable, though it was supposedly only for the duration of Microsoft's acquisition of Activision Blizzard. In this piece, he may be trying to rehabilitate his image, but his claim that a culture of abuse never existed at Blizzard is as insulting as it is dishonest. And that's it for today's Let's Play. Make sure to subscribe and come back tomorrow for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by me, and you can follow me on Twitter at Escalia and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Escalia. If you enjoyed my time here, make sure to check out the Warriors of Lust podcast, the gayest, thirstiest show on a theorist. My name's Callie Scales. Keep listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited-edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.